Welcome to Ronin Radio. This is Michael Sky here with Hans Komain in the south of Brazil. Today we're talking about adventure. Adventure. How adventure can transform you as a man, transform your life, have you come alive just going on an adventure. We distinguish what a real adventure is and how to embark upon it rather than a vacation, a trip, tourism, etc. We Hans and I talk about some of our adventures into the unknown and we call you to adventure. Colder morning. And it was uh it's cold out there this morning in the ocean. 13 degrees. But what an adventure. Yes. To get out there every morning. Yes. Oh, I get chilly. Every day the ocean is uh, completely different. Yes. You know? It's, uh, it's like a woman. <laughs> every day it's just, uh, completely <laughs> new and but, different. But she's always there. <laughs> yes. She keeps coming at you. <laughs> I don't know why you got to make it a negative thing. I was thinking about it like a great adventure. <laughs> <laughs> with waves of nagging <laughs> <laughs> that's not at all how I do it no after yesterday's conversation I mean okay I'll leave it <laughs> so but yes let's talk about adventure adventure and speaking of adventure Muhammad Abdallah is watching Mm. He was a guy, when I was in Uganda in 2015, uh, recover, I had bribed some, well, the rumor is I bribed some <laughs> uh, police officers to take me across country through the middle of the night and arrest, arrest some young criminals who I'd helped start a business and uh, get, get the, the vehicle back that my brother had paid for to invest in these guys' business. And then they hadn't paid you back. They didn't pay shit for eight months. And uh, we threw him in the in the cell, in the locker, in the in the the jail. And uh, then this guy's he worked for the Indian car company. Who? Um, Mohammed. Yes. Ah, okay. Was gonna help me help me negotiate the the deal. It's a long story, man, but great adventure. Great adventure. <laughs> Adventure. Hello, Mohammed. Yeah, I was. We were talking yesterday, and like I'm, I move in the area of my main coaching is with guys that want to get better with women, and they come and ask. They think about it as like a set of skills and techniques they can put in place so they can get more women, and as they, as they grow in it, they see there's a more profound issue of, of like themselves. And I got to work on myself and become a better version of myself to be more attractive too. And, uh, and both can seem daunting, but the number one thing I think a guy can do right now to become more attractive and to have more women in his life is to go on an adventure, you know, to go on an adventure. 
and, and really live that. Well, and to make his own life attractive to himself and make himself attractive to himself. It's like coming alive. And uh, women and other people want to be around people who are alive. Right. You know, and it's that, it's that just the cells, you know, people who are alive. And, that, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of Archie, your uh, yes. friend who his whole life, until when? 70? 75, no, like even later than that, later in his 70s, maybe 76, 77. At you know, 75 or 76, he hit he, his son talking about someone he met, who was me, about my adventures in Africa. Mm. And uh, his son came to me and said, you know, Michael, we, we talked to my father. He wants to come down here from Dallas just to talk to you. Will you just entertain him? I was like, well, hell yeah. You know, I love talking about Africa. Mm. And uh, he came down and man, I come so alive when I talk about Africa. And it, it, you know, was in him, but it was way far out of his reality. And But you're his call to adventure. And somehow he answers it. Yes. Uh, late in life, 70 yes. whatever. And from going on that one trip to Africa, his whole life changed. Yes. So now, what, six years later, he's now married to a Kenyan woman, 40 years his junior and living in the countryside um, and he's gone and he might never come back he might die there and be buried in Africa and this is a guy who you know he was living a pretty normal American existence married children um, I think he was a school administrator and uh, after he retired he was I think part-time uh, like a driving instructor at Sears I mean, kind of the, just, just, yes, just a real kind of normal, everyday American guy. But a whole new life in Africa, that's like, that's so out there. We also said it completely changed the way people were, like in his family, people around him were looking at him. Yes. That one trip made yes. him a completely different man when yes. he came back. He was no longer the guy who just talked about wanting to go to Africa one day. He was the guy who fucking did it. The only guy in the family, in the family, you know, African American guy, and they would talk a lot about, you know, making the, the the pilgrimage back. Not only did he make the pilgrimage, he moved there. Right. Like the guy is like he's he's living someone else's life in a way. You know, it's a whole second chance at life. Yes. It's a whole new life. Because the, the what you said also, the son said he'll never go. You know, so the son is thinking that's my dad. He's like this. Yes. You know, I know my go. father. Yeah, I know, I know. He he goes on one trip to Africa, and the son, his own son, looks at him like, "What the fuck? This is I was. That's a different man." Yeah, you know. So imagine the, the effect that doing one trip can have on people just by you doing it. Yes, you know? and we're not even talking about now about what it does to you when yes. you go and you come back. You're yes. a different man. Yes, you you, you tell about well, your trips to Africa. It completely changed you. Yes, well, I would say that there are some principles to make it a real transformative adventure and not just a trip. Right. Because plenty of people can go on a trip or a vacation and come right. back and they're the same dude. And they think they've seen the world. 
you know, and they, it's just like they went and they got some photos and they came back and they can, they can show people their photos and tell people their stories, but mm. it's, uh, it wasn't transformative. We're not talking about tourism. We're talking about travel. Yes. And yeah, I, I think, uh, like there's even levels to it, right? Like, I showed up, we showed up without much of a plan, and we showed up to give. We came to just connect and give without our specific agenda. And, like, giving is something that you're not in control of whether people receive. Mm -hmm. You're not in control of what people do with that. It's kind of like you come giving, and then if people receive it, and then they invite you, and then uh, other right. things happen, and then, like, magic starts happening. You know, so um, I think a lot of times people, even if they're going like on a going to give somewhere like Africa, it's a very kind of service mission. They know what they're coming with and they it's easy to go thinking, well, we have what they need. We're going to help them. Um, I'm quite clear. I was impacted at least as much as even the most impacted people that we interacted with there were. Now so, they, yeah. so what we're talking about is not any form of tourism, which is you go there with a plan or, you know, even with a return ticket. Imagine you don't have a return ticket. That yes. often sets tourism apart from, from traveling. We had a return ticket, except that the woman booking our tickets, who was my, you know, my partner on the journey, uh, she messed it up. So it turns out we didn't have the return ticket. That's and what we made stayed it all, there an extra week. That's what made it all so great. But uh, it, yes, just thinking that you go on on this trip, you go on a travel, how much it could do uh, with yourself, how much it could do with the people around you. I, I see the incredible transformative power of one single trip can have on you. Yes. Like just to go out there instead of trying to, uh, let's say with women, instead of trying to learn skills, instead of trying to become a different man, you know, and focusing on that, like that, take that one time out of the year, say a month, you know, and I'm going to go a place where, where, and I'm going to live there. I'm going to be part of the fabric, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to grow some roots there, you know, whatever. I'm going to connect with people there. It will completely, like completely, completely change you, you know, you know, in 2016 and 17, I, I created and led a whole course on like how to travel in this way. There's really a lot of subtleties, you know, because what do we do when we're getting ready to go into the unknown? We want to make everything as comfortable as possible mm. because it's the unknown. We fear the unknown. We could die in the unknown. You know, our, our, our nervous system, our whatever is saying, uh, I don't know about this. So it's normal to make it as comfortable as possible. And how do you do that? You make it as familiar as possible. Yes. You make it as safe as possible. And then you're not really in the unknown yes. when you go. Yeah, so a good parameter would be uh, like you feel a little scared. It is risky. Well, yeah. you, uh, yeah, you don't plan it all out first. You know, you don't, you know, a lot of people when they plan a trip, well, and, and it's understandable. Like if you only have, if you have very little time, it's your one trip of the year. You only got two weeks and then you got to be back at work for another 50 weeks straight. Yes. Imagine, you know, you want to get the most out of it. So you schedule every single day. And all the things you want to do because you just want to cram the most in as possible. 
But, uh, you know, most of us don't even live lives, especially I'm thinking of Americans, we don't even live lives where real adventure is possible because of we expect ourselves to work 50 weeks out of yes. the year. That's why I say people go say, oh, it's easy for you to travel. I need to make more money. I need to make more money. No, you need to make more time. Mm. When you have time, you know, travel becomes possible. Yes. When you make time, travel is as cheap or cheaper than yes. staying in one city. Certainly yes. any American city. Yeah, for me, the best adventures were the unplanned ones. It's what happens. It was just a, some quote like, adventure is what happens when your plans fall through. You know, it's like, okay, now we have to get from here to here and we have no way to do it. We have no plan. We have no money. Now that... Like when sh when your plans fall through, that's when adventure happens. Mm. Yeah, it's it's in many ways it's it's the complete opposite of like the Western way of productivity and planning and and figuring it out. You know. You know, we talked about Archie becoming a whole new man. But I I remember when I first started traveling, and I was disconnected from everyone. My way of communicating was so like logical and serious in France and then at first in Brazil, people didn't want to connect with me. Even if I was speaking the language correctly, that the energy I was putting out wasn't, you know, and I, and I realized like my American, the way I'd learned to cope and be successful and whatever in society in America mm. was not going to take me on an adventure. It was not going to have me come alive. And that's when I started like hunting, hunting my Tizan and speaking only from Tizan. And uh, that, when we were talking about Archie becoming a whole, you know, new, living a whole new life, becoming a whole new person, um, that's very much what happened to me. Mm. You know, I stopped, I stopped talking about who I am, the way I used to, what I do. I stopped talking about that. I stopped promoting my business. I stopped, you know, I would even respond illogically to people's serious questions. You know, like my buddy Tom in Brazil, he would present me and you know here's this American guru or teacher or whatever and he would call me his master <laughs> and he's like a 60 year old guy you know very successful in Brazil and he's uh, presenting me as his master and you know he wants to make money with me also you know so he's get he's filling courses of my having Brazilians come learn from this American master you know and uh I you know I'd show up in shorts and flip-flops and <laughs> And I and people would those people we'd meet business people, serious people would ask me like what am I doing or whatever and and I would respond with nonsensical shit and it was great because it gets people out of their thinking in a transactional way and it has them imagine wow what if I live like that mm. and people want to be around that energy so they invite me to come stay with them and like it was oh man. It's a whole new way of living life for me. What's interesting to me is like, how does anyone who's in this Western way, hears the call? Because I know a lot of guys hear the call in some way. What makes the difference between answering the call and not answering it? When I, like when, when I was, you had Africa. When I had, when I was at university and I felt like, when something is not right. I met Zan, and Zan for me was a thank you, Zan. Th Zan for me was an invitation into adventure. Yes, you know. 
and instantly, you know, I saw it, you know, what I, what I could travel, you know, I could travel talking to girls, you know, I could instantly, I, uh, I like, I, yes, I have to do this, you know? So I heard the call and, and I instantly answered it maybe because I wasn't really deep into the Western ways, you know, I was, I was working at university, but I had no real commitments. I had no, I don't know. And, and, and you, you heard, you were deep in your ways. And then you heard a call from Africa or how, how did that go? Yeah. Well, my friend Robin, she heard my, you know, desire to work with young people and really to really make a difference with young people. And, uh, she invited me to Africa and, you know, she's crazy in a good way, you know, crazy like I am like anything's possible kind of a thing. And all of my rational thinking about whether it's practical, responsible, how safe is it, all this stuff, it was like an eye roll to her, you know? And I was like, you know, how can she be so cavalier? And like, am I really that afraid or that limited in my thinking? Because I'm not, I'm not a guy who's like limited in my thinking. I take pride in that, you know? And, but I'm like, you know, it, it really fucked with me that she, you know, she also laughed about, you know, like, oh, the, you know, the white man is scared of, you know, going to the black man's land. Like, yeah, you know, we walk around here in Texas and like oftentimes we're the only black person in the store or whatever. And uh, yeah, you might, you know, you might be the whatever over there. And, uh, but just all sorts of things like that, you know, mm -hmm. she, she just laughed at my whatever. And I, I kind of didn't, I kind of didn't like it in a way. What I didn't like is that, you know, that she, it seems she was like more wild and visionary and open and courageous and everything than me, yeah. you know? And I was like, so part of it was, you know, I, I gotta go. I think that's, 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 that is adventure is to, to trust yourself that you're going to guide yourself well into the unknown. Well, let's talk about like trust yourself because part of you is saying, no, don't go. Yes. Right. But yeah, I, I wanted to give an example and let's, let's talk about trust yourself. Like I remember talking to Zen and we did the events. Yeah, my start... Maasai brother Kamden watching from the Maasai Mara in Kenya. <laughs> Kamden and Mohammed. Um, I remember we're, we're starting events, Zen and I, and we had events that would take this 90 day program. We would go to one place, say Montreal, London, Austin, and then have a 90 day program and then come back. And, uh, I remember we were, we were, we are, we were doing everything with very little money, little to none, you know, we're always like, fuck. And, uh, and I was doing the calculations of like how much money we have or it's just testament to how great of a business it was when I'm doing it. <laughs> the fact that you counted the money? Yes. Imagine that. And I said, Zan, listen, man, we could do this, but uh, we, we don't have money to go twice to, say, uh, Montreal. We can't do it. 90 days. And he said, he said, do we have money to go the first time? <laughs> 
And I said, yes, we're going, <laughs> you know? And it, it's symbolic, but that's like, it is, it is, you could do it, you do it now, because you can. Yes. And then you trust yourself, life, whatever, that along the path, you know? Yes. The, the, the resources will come up. Yes. You know, you can't plan ahead. In fact, you shouldn't. And it's yes. part of the, part of the being an adventure. And it's, it's to hold yourself in that situation and, and all the other situations that come, that's what makes you have confidence. You know, first you have trust in yourself. I'll do it. And then you have confidence because you've done it so many times. Yeah. Well, the, the very thing that m can make you successful in let's say the American world, society, economy, um, is the very thing that can limit your adventure. If you tr if you want to go out, out into the unknown and have an adventure, mm. because you learn that you know time is money, and uh, but you know time is money, and so and then you actually use your money to save time yes. on the adventure. But if you want to have a real adventure, money is not the currency to be invited by the local people mm. onto a real adventure. It's not money. If, if you want to pay for it, you're going to have a consumer experience, yes. not a real experience, not a real adventure. Right. And the currency to them is time. Yes. So if you show up with time to connect, to give, wow. all of this, it's, it's that that allows for something magical to happen. Well, imagine all these entrepreneurs, these businessmen from the States, you know, and they think in a certain way and they're, they're productive in that certain way. Imagine they can also incorporate this adventurous spirit, you know, where the currency is time and not money, that they, and they, they learn, they, they start trusting themselves in that and they have the confidence of that as well. And now they go back into business, you know, and you can, you yes. can have that as well. Yes. How much more powerful of a businessman yes. you will be, how much more powerful of an entrepreneur, because now you have two tools. Yes, you know? it's so, a, whole new, a whole new set of tools, right, mm. for thriving in a whole new kind of environment. And uh, yeah, it, it leads to more confidence, more adaptability, flexibility. Um, I think it's a great, um, yeah, it's great to have that. But also just on the sense of aliveness, you know, it, it gets boring after a while trying to be productive, 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 efficient, mm -hmm. efficient, efficient, you know, the same thing. And you do it by doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. You know, that's, um, you, know, you know, guys who want to become like really productive and successful and intense, you know, it's, it's this just barreling through like this tunnel, you know, you know, I can be like that. I, I was like that for many years and it's like, go harder, focus more, focus harder, you, you know, drive harder. And that's a great, that's a great thing to have. On, that's a great way to be able to be, to call on. But, uh, like I said, when I went out into the world and other cultures who operate differently, like magic happens Things happen differently mm -hmm. in other places. I had no ability to connect. No. Can you sense now, like the work you've done before, you know, and you like focus going for, and now you have this decade of traveling and, 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 and adventure, so to speak. And now you're coming back to your work. Can you see that how you do your work 
can be more powerful and the way you do business, the way you are an entrepreneur? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a challenge I'm exploring because my tendency is to want to go back to how I did it when I used to make money. But before I took off to travel the world for 10 years, for that period of four years between my first and second trip to Africa, I was really exploring like why, why did I come so alive on that first trip? And a, a big part of it was the gifting. And I really got into gifting. And then I started being gifting incredible things, including, you know, one client gifted me, I almost don't want to say the number, but $80,000. Um, and that was one time you could, if you consider the, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And that came because you had a lived adventure in a way. She saw how much I was giving from my desire. Like giving in a way is an adventure because you feel an irrational, it doesn't need to be a lot. Like real giving is not, I'm giving you this so that you do that or so that you give this back to me. That's not real giving, I would say. That's a trade or a transaction. Like I saw, for example, in Thad, I saw a man saying, my heart calls me to stand up for this and I'll face whatever comes. And that's the adventure he was living. And I said, fuck, you know, I was so inspired by that. I was like, I got your back as your ally, whatever comes. So I went on that adventure, you know, gifted him laptop, gifted him this, that, my trainings, uh, uh, work, you know, like I just... Being an ally, showing up as an ally, being a commitment to an ally, it puts you on an adventure, because it's not a, it's not a, it's not a transactional thing. It's not like I'll be your ally if you be my ally. Mm. No, it's I'm your ally, and then you're on an adventure, whatever comes, you know. Mm. It's so interesting thinking about it like this, but it, right. it's really like that. And she saw how I was living my life like that, and she was like. I want to live like that. I want to support that in the world. And so she gave it to me and she's like, you know, like I'm so inspired by you, but take this, do whatever you want with it. Mm. You, you can use it for your business or for yourself or whatever. It's just, here, this is my gift to you. And it was so beautiful and so powerful, but it, that wasn't the only thing. Well, that was the easiest $80,000 I ever made. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I started having things like this happen that were like, wait a second. Things are happening and I'm not making it happen. Mm. You know, my whole life was like Ayn Rand, capitalism, determination, force, logic, drive, conquer, you know. And I'm starting to like, like the first thing was Africa. Wow, magic. And then this client, magic. And then all things like this. And, that was, you know, I started, I started really becoming curious. What is this other way? And I had a couple of key people show up. In fact, I, my, after my first trip back from Africa, I gifted my next big event, which was my big moneymaker. You know, I gifted it to everyone, but only the people who really inspired me. And some of the people who showed up became like teachers for me in this other way. You know, and they responded to the gift of it. They might not have responded to me selling it to them mm -hmm. before. So it's like I was speaking a different language that they heard that they wouldn't have heard before. And then they spoke back to me in their way and opened new doorways to me. 
And it couldn't have happened by my like time is money and rational selfishness and like all of this kind of thing. Mm. It, it, it wasn't available, you know? So I was like, wow. But, but O, for example, lived in that world, like cross-cultural. He, like he, I saw this guy, I saw this guy had almost like different lives, a French life, a Spanish life and being, you know, and, uh, and he, the way he could connect with even Americans who were English speaking Americans. I was like, this guy, you know, he's a, he's a coyote. He's a, mm. he can cross borders, he can shape, shape shift, mm. you know? And I started really, uh, he was my Zan in a way, I guess. All from one answering one call to adventure. Yes. You know, and we are, we are hunting and exploring how we can be the catalyst for men wanting to life, launch a life of adventure. Maybe this, maybe this is your call to adventure. You had a chance to answer it and completely change your life around and change the way you are with women, change who you are with money. Change the way you feel about yourself. Change the way people around you are looking at you. And not even like you change it, but be transformed by the adventure. Yes. Not be in control of your change, you know? Not learning, That's so boring. Not learning skills, not learning techniques, not trying to become a different man. You know, just go on an adventure and let that do the work for you. Backflipping into the unknown. Like the grasshopper. So add to your what if your what if... Success for you is not about money and things. What about it's what will really have you come alive? And we're so conditioned to chase after certain mm. things based on our societal conditioning. But what would a life be like designed for adventure? Mm. You know, your business designed to be the ship mm. that takes you to the new world. Your relationships designed to be adventurous. Yes, designed to be a ship. Yes, to yes. take you. A grand adventure. What if it, yeah, what if what you if, think about relationship is yeah. not to end up in this predictable path that's a known what about, entity what, in your yes. society? What if that relationship, say with a woman, is exactly one that steers you into adventure? What if your other relationships with your family, with your brothers, are ones that are calling you to adventure? Like, even with an people you hire to be like a teacher or mentor, most people will. Choose someone who they know can take them where they think they need to go. Yeah. But it's different to actually say, wow, there's something I'm really drawn to this guy. I really feel a connection. Mm. I don't know where he's going to take me. I'm going. I like this. You know? It's essential. It's essential that you don't know where you're going. It's essential that you're For the real afraid. transformation. Yes. Yeah. It's essential that you're, that it's risky. It's essential that you go, what the fuck? That, that kind of like, uh? It's essential. That's the call you need to answer if you yes. really want transformation and feel alive. To awaken a whole new expression of your genes and neurology and aliveness. Maybe this is the call. <laughs> <laughs>